0: The last of the major pro leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for your wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today. Today, and remember to use our promo code Believe for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code B L E A V for fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric, specific show. Where, of course, we talk and wax poetic about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J Love Adams, and with me is a man who not only played professional. professional baseball he also played in the national football league for that first super bowl bound team for the atlanta falcons he's a motivational speaker he is also an author i'm talking about none other than ed easy smith what is good my
1: brother falcons move to or cardinals moved to two and eight exactly what we
0: wanted right (laughs) yeah we gonna get into that we gonna get into that so we do this thing twice a week on mondays and thursdays Mondays we look back on the game that was and then Thursday we look ahead to the game that will take place and any and kind of discuss any topics that have come up along the week. But so as Ed alluded to, the Arizona Cardinals they welcome the the Atlanta Falcons to State Farm Stadium uh, for a week uh, what week 10 matchup and the Arizona Cardinals welcome back their franchise quarterback, at least for now. Anyway, uh, Kyler Murray, it was his first game after that, that knee injury, uh, what about 11 months ago. And so it was kind of, there's a lot of uncertainty that went into it. And so the uh, Atlanta Falcons coming in with their own issues at quarterback, uh, they were starting with Heineke and then Ritter came in for a little bit for something, but anyway, they came in at four and five and the Cardinals were one and eight Cardinals are now two and eight and the Falcons are now four and six. So let's, we'll get into the minutiae of the game a little bit, but as for, as somebody who suffered a knee injury, not, not to that extent, but you did have you got a, a knee injury is a knee injury. I don't care what nobody said. So you still got to come back from it and rehab from it. And so there has to be the mental aspect of it. Did, did that, did that make you harken back a little bit when you started to watch this game? Like, man, I remember when I was coming back and the nerves and the, and the adrenaline and all those things.
1: Absolutely, I I mean, I you know ruptured, totally ruptured my MCL. uh, Was back on the field uh, basically two months later, uh, you know, not an ACL but MCL, and I I wasn't ready to be back on the field when it happened. But I rushed back, and I remember that first play like it was yesterday, bro. And it was to you know thirty years ago, however long ago it was, um, and it is scary. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's your heart is pounding. You're not sure of the actual ligament. Is it going to hold? Is it going to pop again? And and I'm not Kyler Murray. I'm not out there a quarterback in the NFL running for his life or, you know, having to drop back with dudes hunting him. I was out there blocking, you know. So watching Murray, I was in awe of one. It didn't look like he missed a beat in terms of, you know, physically. He looked like he was you know—he scrambling out there. There were a few times when he was running, and I was even bracing. I was just like, Ugh, you know, you <laughs> just don't know. But I'm sure in his mind, he was, you know, he'll tell you that, no, it was just another game, maybe. But, nah, man, what he did and, and how he looked, very impressed. Um, and I can only imagine what was going through his head. I was scared for him. So, for yeah. him to do what he did, you know, kudos, bro.
0: He did a little bit. He did some scrambling, and again, we're getting to the to the game. But this is this is the this is the headline. You don't bury the lead, as they say. Um, oh my goodness, we got we we do uh, we not only do what we do here with the uh, with believe in the Arizona Cardinals, but sometimes when these things come across my phone, uh, headlines when we do. Easy Easy Sports pod uh, podcast later on this morning. Uh, we got some other stuff to talk about as well. There's stuff going on around this world, so that's that's how we do it. We love it like that. But uh, so Kyler Murray, he was his line was 19 for 32, 249 yards, uh, no touchdowns, but an interception uh, with interception, two sacks for 19. Uh, that total uh, loss of 19 yards. But he did scramble, but he so he got uh, six uh, six rushing yards for 36 rushing attempts for 33 yards. One was in one t- touchdown based off of that. And that rushing touchdown, that that, that rush ended up being quite, uh, quite the necessary for the Cardinals to kind of pull this out. Um, he, I was, I, he got with that sack for both of those sacks. You're thinking, man, don't, don't pull the, don't pull the knee. Don't do that. And you just wonder, but I, I, you're concerned in that way because you never want to see somebody get injured and even the worst enemy, well, I guess it depends on how bad of an enemy it is. But the, you guess you have to get that out of the way so that way you can say, oh, I'm okay, I can run and I can I can get tackled, I don't want to get sacked, but I did get sacked and I'm okay or I can run and I can cut and that gives you more confidence in that knee, right?
1: Yeah, no, the, you're you're waiting for that first instance. I, you know, I there's no way he's gonna go untouched in a football game. But the sooner you can get it out of the way, I know he probably felt a little more at ease. And the other thing, it's each, it's like you're accomplishing different things. The first time he had to scramble, the first time he got touched, mm-hmm. the first time people were around his feet, the first time he got sacked, um, you know, the first time he had to slide because yeah. all these things are, you know putting pressure on that leg and every time you clip one of them off, it's like, whew, okay, that felt okay. I'll move on to the next, you know, right, and then right. it happens again. And before you know it, you're not even hopefully thinking about it. And I, I would say by the end of that game, he would, the, 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 leg. It wasn't on his mind, I don't think. I mean, it's always there somewhere, but it was yeah. far to the regression of his mind. It wasn't to the forefront because he was actually, he looked good. He scrambled a couple of times. He, you know, he did the slide uh, a couple of times. He ran out of bounds a couple of times. He got, you know, sacked or tackled. So he was, like I said, he looked like he didn't miss too many beats. Uh Had to take a little rust off and obviously it wasn't vintage Ky- Kyler Murray, but I will tell you what, a whole lot of teams would, like to have that version right there compared to what they currently have. So that are you, was a good are you, audition. That, 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 you...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we go. Yeah. Cause the yeah, speculation or, or our version of speculation will come definitely in just a few moments, but somebody who was happy to see him was three McBride, three Trey McBride. Yes, Trey McBride. He, what? Eight receptions, 131 yards was targeted nine times. I mean, and, and then it wasn't only him, but I want to say there there were just the the tight end position as well. Just what they utilizing that two tight end, the two, the two tight ends within the offensive scheme, that seemed to benefit Kyler as well. But it's also being able to step up when you're when you're Trey McBride to make yourself available for your quarterback.
1: Yeah, and the tight end is considered, in a lot of offenses, is considered the outlet because obviously your wide receivers are stretching the perimeter, uh, are more apt to get over the top. of of an all a defense that tight end is very cozy in the middle of the four you know the 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 passing uh, grid if you per se and off to the sides a lot of times and you know you don't need those deep drops a lot of times to hit your tight end whereas you know if you're going to hit a marquise brown deep you know you may have that seven step or whatever it is but it was he looked you know McBride was right on point for Kyler uh, in the offense yesterday. And that's something we've always liked to see. And I would say, Jay, I saw him under center a few more times. Yeah. yeah. Not a whole bunch, but at least a a few more times. We're talking under Kingsbury, there were times when, you know, if there were 55, 60 snaps, we're talking once or twice. I saw at least a few, a handful of times when he was under center. And I think – you know, that's the type of offense that Petsing likes to run was a yeah. quarterback under center, and that was a start. You know, and maybe – here's the thing. To start him in his first game, you know – We didn't want to make them too uncomfortable. So maybe we didn't do as much as we would like to see, but we saw it at least a little bit. That's what I was thinking
0: as well. I was thinking about that as well. So so this is that, this is the, all right, we're going to tell you a little bit of this menu before, before I hit you with what you, all you got to do chef. So now when you come in next week, the, this menu is opened up or the options have opened up a lot more because now your feet are wet and you shouldn't be thinking about it as much.
1: Yeah. The percentage of times underneath center was decent for me considering, you know, like I said, any quarterback, most quarterbacks will tell you they'd rather be a shotgun because you're already ele- or elevated from the line of scrimmage. It takes less to, um, I guess, process because you're not, Turning your, you know, we talk about it all the time. When you're under center and you're doing uh, you know, play action, you're turning your back to the defense. Yeah. You know, when you're doing play action, this when shotgun or read option, you can keep that head up and look and see what's still in front of you. So it's a little more comfortable for a quarterback. Uh, you know, whether we need it more in an offense, I would say yes. Do we need him more than we used it yesterday? I would say yes, but it was a good start. I mean, ninety plus percent of his snaps weren't under center, you know, or weren't in shotgun. I thought it was nice, a, a, a nice, decent mix. And I guess next time we'll keep a track of it. Uh, but this next game will definitely be something. I think they'll inc- incorporate even more. But it was nice to see. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. He's Ed Smith.
0: I am Javon Adams. Now it doesn't hurt to have James Conner come back and be able to have him in the backfield as well. How did you think about James Conner as he returned? What seventy-three yards is what he amassed. But I think just the the presence of a James Conner. We because the previous week, what was it? A total of eight yards rushing in terms. Well, yeah. fifty eight What fifty-eight total yards? Eight, eight yards rushing. If I'm not mistaken, I can look back at the box score. Either either way, it was atrocious. But uh, but what did you think about James Conner? Connor and him coming back.
1: I thought it was perfect timing to have Connor come back to give him that you know that uh, cru- you know basically a uh, security blanket another version of a security blanket the run game to right. aid and assist um Kyler in you know not having everything on his shoulders and you know we ran the ball a total of twenty six times. 122 yards. That's not shabby. Um, the, the fact we only had 32 pass plays makes it a balanced offense. You think about it. So, I mean, I would like the total number of plays run to be higher, but I mean, it's not like they scorched it as well. They only had 62, uh, you know, 41 runs and 21 passes. So, you know, neither team overly possessed the ball when we did have it though. Nice little mix and it was definitely glad, good to see, uh, Kyler, it's good to see Connor back. And another thing that was encouraging is Kyler wasn't uh, manning the entire run game. You know, it was good sure. to see James get his 16. Kyler ran it, you know, a handful of times as well. Um, you know, like I said, with the number of total plays we had, it was nice to see somewhere near uh, uh balance. So that was all. that was also good. So let me ask
0: you this. So let's start to get into some of the minutiae of the game, and then plus to get what you alluded to about auditioning and things along those lines. Now, I was impressed with Bijan Robinson, um, of course the the rookie the rookie running back that's on the Falcons. Ninety five yards. He you know, finished the game with twenty two carries, ninety five yards. Now you watch games more than I do in terms of especially with your setup at your crib. Um, is is was this was he used more this game than he had been used in previous weeks, or what? What were you seeing, or was it about the
1: same? It was it's about the same. The with the the problem with the Falcons is their quarterback play. Man, they stink. I mean, between Ritter and and Heineke, if that's the best yeah. you can do, especially with all those weapons around you. You know, you got uh, Bijan. You've got the other. Uh, uh, Al, let me see. What's his name? Uh, Algier. Algier, uh Drake London on the outside along with Kyle Pitts. And yeah. you look at I mean they had 12 completed passes, bruh. I mean, that that's you can't do that. That's that's bad. <laughs> and you know, so with 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 Bijan, I mean, yeah, I mean he's great talent, but if you're you're getting that little out of your quarterback play, and you know, this is a game that I I you know, I told you when we had our show. Uh, the Saturday show, I told you how worried they were over in, um, in, yeah, Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. And it's just, it plays out right there. I mean, they, they put up a, a, a bad, really bad showing as far as their offensive numbers and with all those weapons, like I said, you know, Bijan and et cetera, et cetera. And that's, you know, the best you can do with the quarterback play. It just doesn't match up. So, you know, this, they they could be looking. And- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So, all right. So let's, let's pivot to that a little bit. Um, all right. Now I still contend. I I think you're look, watching the game and seeing how Kyler didn't seem to be, didn't seem to be sheepish uh, about, about how he was approaching the game. You, of course, he would love to see a touchdown pass and be able to see some of those things, but, but he, I don't, I still get the impression that even if Jonathan Ganning would say, Hey, Monty, Monty Austin for I want this guy on my team. Or Drew Pesting said, Yeah, we can definitely do some things with him. That's nice, fellas. He won't be on the team next this time next year. Because again, I think it's the money thing. It's it's one of those it's one of those situations where you're the chef and they'll say I will. I'll give you the ingredients. You don't. You're not necessarily gonna cook. I understand that you said you you like you would like a seafood option. No, the seafood option is not coming, Chef. Where this is what we're gonna do. are we're going. We're we're going. We're we're going. Uh, we're, we're going um, uh, all meat. All meat. All day. Right. I think that's that's still the the impression that I get. But I think that at least it'll make it. Maybe it'll make it a harder decision as opposed to just a fate complete. Meaning it's it's already been decided. Maybe.
1: Well, you know, for me, Jay, the the problem with the situation is right? We've seen because the Rams didn't play anybody in the preseason, that's where everybody else shifted. We've seen lately when teams can figure out a way to draft a quarterback so they get that five years of rookie contract, that way they can build everything around it. That's like the new – that's the new, uh, flamingo on the front yard, you know, everybody <laughs> wants it. So the Cardinals really? are looking at it with it right in their face. And it's like, well, we got to do that too. How, and now their thing is, how do we figure out how to do it? You know, and, and regardless of how well he played, they're, they're, and this is just all speculation on our part. We could be totally wrong. They could see. What they see in Kyler and Mike, hey, we can build around this and let's go ahead and take that 230 we gave him or whatever it was mm-hmm. and let's roll, you know. But yeah. it just doesn't seem logical. They're always looking. And like I said, he's not their player. They didn't draft him as well. Mm-hmm. So they might want to put the stamp on it with going out and getting. Now, here's the problem, though. You play him a few more weeks, a couple more weeks or so, and we eke out another two or three wins or whatever it is, you start sliding down that board because we've already given up the number one spot just in this one win alone to Carolina, which then gives it back to the bears. But I mean, you know, you can't do this too long. Otherwise you end up in, in limbo, right? If you, if you're somewhere around pick six or seven and, and you know, you might as well just move. You you might as well roll on with Kyler because you're not going to get a core if you're that, far down the, the chain, you're going to have to do too much maneuvering to try to jump some of these other teams to get back to that spot. You know, so
0: Here's the here's here's thing, though. All right, so I, I I hear when you're looking at the potential, maybe a bit somebody who's taller, maybe just as good of an arm, but that type of thing, in, in, in whether it's Drake May or whether it's Kayla Williams, but it's the devil you know better than the devil you don't right so we know we 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 know in-house we know the maybe the deficiencies but also the capabilities of a kyler murray and if we can if if we can try to play up to those and do the best we so we we already know as opposed to getting somebody else when when uh when the patriots drafted mac downs they probably thought he's not going to be a world beater but we can definitely win with this guy and they can't Mm -hmm. win with that guy and Mm -hmm. and that's in in terms of what you do there, right? Just the un- unknown that comes into it—that's, it's a big, it's a big risk, or it's—I guess it would be a calculated risk, but it's still a risk nonetheless.
1: Well, the other thing, though, is we're already locked into Murray, right? It's not like we have to eventually pay him. He's already been paid, so that relieves some of the pain right away. Because it's not like, well, what are we going to do? We got to give him that check or we got to sign him to it. No, you've already done it. Now you didn't do it. The previous yeah. regime did it. So they made the decision for you. Their their issue is do we try to get off of it and how much pain it will be trying to get off of it? And then if it really works out poorly, where we get one of these young cats and they don't turn out to be as good as Kyle, and then we have to face it on the other side, face the yeah. music on the other side. So that's their dilemma. I mean, it's not. Now, say if if Kingsbury and Kime hadn't paid Murray yet, right, then yeah. their decision would be, well, do we give him the bag or not? You know, and then that's a whole different arguing issue because it changes your options up a little bit. Their options right. are, we've already paid him. Hey, maybe we just stick it out for a couple of years and see where we go. You know, now where does that get you in terms of if you don't, if you're not 100% committed to him as your 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 guy, then it's, it's like – Dating somebody that you kind of like, but you don't really, you know, do, will you ever love her? Uh, you mm, know, mm. you know, I like her, you know, and let's see how far we can get, you know, and, you know, <laughs> hey, we got a wedding, we got a wedding coming up, a friend's wedding. It'd be nice not to, have to worry about going to ask somebody to go to the wedding with me, you know, somebody new and I already know her. Let's just, you know, go ahead and get it in. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, oh, it's you know, like, you, do I ask her to move in with me? Yeah, you know, I don't – it's all these <laughs> – but, uh, you know, they've already – the decision's already been made because, like I said, they've already – he's already signed to the contract, It's just how they feel about him moving forward, the angst in terms of, you know, moving off of him or sticking with him. And once you commit, you got to commit, though. You know, yeah. you can't – it's not – you can't go halfway. If you commit to Murray, because you're not going to be in this situation again, hopefully – Right. Meaning, you know, you're near the top of the draft right now, depending on how things go. If Murray's in here and your plan is, you know, to move forward, you're not going to be near the top of this draft anytime soon. You could be in the middle of it, which is like purgatory, but you know, so you got to make up your, your mind one way or the other. And I think the way you and I've been talking, I'm thinking we're going to get an idea over the next two to three weeks. Cause I, might I stick to the, my because you're like i said at two and eight now you're still you're not playoff bound it's in are only your risk is probably a lot outweighs your reward at this point okay so we won a few games we look halfway decent we pull yeah. some back in but now we're at pick you know 10 through 15 or whatever it is along with that other pick you know hey we can start putting pieces around or we pull Murray out after a couple games. We've seen all we need to see. Let the fan base know this is for his benefit because we he's our guy. We're moving forward. And then we can let it crumble from there and try to stay as high a draft pick as possible. So we'll figure out how to it's, – it's a game of cards, man. I mean, we're going to, you know, find out how slick they are by how they play them. You know, do they show us their hand and, you know, roll from there or do they keep them close and we'll still be guessing – Come draft
0: time. Interesting. So again, believe in the Arizona Cardinals here. So talking about a little bit of that that uh, that Kyler Murray speculation based upon how he performs. And you mentioned auditioning. What about? So you. Atlanta. Atlanta could use a quarterback, and then there yeah. there are other teams. I mean, but then it, it depends upon what that draft, what draft capital that they would be willing to give up in order to get them. But I'm sure that if the Cardinals are willing to get off, if they, if Monte Austin Ford decides, I want to get off of this contract, because that's what it would come down to. Because we know Kyler is talented. We know he's talented. If you have a, if you have a real offensive mind in there, as opposed to somebody that's trying to keep you in the college college mindset with the office that he runs. But we're, we're referring to King. Kingsbury. that it's it comes down to it, it comes down to what are you willing it might somebody might say we'll give you a three yeah give us give us a three and a four just take this contract we don't care just let's we're just trying to reset give us a couple Mm -hmm. of couple of draft picks down the road but you look at atlanta are there any other teams that come to mind i look at uh the patriots they they're gonna need a quarterback but how much draft capital do they have it just makes it makes you start to think and it opens up the possibilities based upon this very small sample size with kyler coming back and playing and playing at least uh, looking looking like his old self in the sense of mm-hmm. running and, and, and being commanding the office to
1: a certain extent. Mm, yeah, looking through it, man. I mean, you got a team like, we already talked about the Falcons, uh, maybe the Raiders. I mean, mm, you know, yeah. Um, uh, let me see. After and it might be too
0: early, but yeah, there's, and then and, and teams will always pop up. It's those, it's the teams mm-hmm. that you think that that we thought coming into the season. I heard this on uh, what SiriusXM. I want to say, uh, maybe yesterday, that a lot of teams that you thought were set or should be at least optimistic at quarterback. Now we look at it and say, nah, that's not quite the case. Maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. At, settled as, as set as they, as they once were. So that might be a, a lot, maybe some moving uh, moving of seats or moving of deck chairs around on, on the ship. As
1: yeah, the, the biggest thing for me, you went down the list and you, you look at teams, where are they at? And we did this practice a few weeks ago. You know, where's what is their quarterback situation? Do they have already an established uh, franchise guy? Do they have a guy who's auditioning for the franchise spot, meaning they either just drafted him or, uh, you know, recently or this past year, you know, whatever it is, or do they have a placeholder in that spot right now? You got a couple teams like even Buccaneers. They don't have a franchise guy. Um, you know, obviously the Falcons, we just talked about them, the Bears, but they're going to be in a position, I think, where they can actually mm. take the draft because they're going to be high yeah. enough. And then yeah. a couple other teams, even Vikings, you know, you, you know, think about um, what Josh Dobbs has done. In place of um, cousins, cousins yeah. yeah, but that's not you know you know maybe they're tired of cousins. J- Dobbs is nice. The story is he's not a franchise guy, so yeah, you're talking right. about a, you know a handful of teams that might look at Murray, especially after what he did yesterday. And you're thinking, okay, he's only going to probably well, not probably he's going to get more comfortable and get better as time goes on in terms of his athletic and you know. But the problem with Murray is we the story's been out there about is sometimes attitude is leadership yeah. and then you can't teach size that's the other thing you know yeah. that's always say, going to be a hindrance
0: i'll say this though as we get ready to wrap up is that the thing that yeah if you're a gm you're saying i want i want to pick my own guy right but if you the quarter, if you're the coach you might not be around to see that quarterback that you pick end up growing into what they need to be because they'll say, nah, we, we, we thought we'd have a better record. Well, what'd you give me? You gave me a rookie quarterback and no. I need to teach him and do all this stuff. Yeah. But nah, we'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Thank you for your time. We appreciate what you've done for the organization. So there's, there, there can be two different, um two different mindsets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be able to create this culture, but if I'm not around to, to build this culture, then what do I care? Give me, give me the guy that's already here and I'll work with what I got.
1: Yeah. And you think about even with the Falcons, bro, the clock is ticking over there on Arthur Smith as well. There's some some clocks that are getting, you know, fast forward. They're doing their own version of uh, daylight savings time. (laughs) You know, (laughs) seriously. And, you know, and then what happens is the heat is on you as a coach and you know it because, you know, media is talking, the questions are getting a little more focused on this and that. And you start making decisions sometime according to how uh, how the the temperature is rising in the room so you know if you're picking in you know 10th or 11th or 12th spot and you know you're not going to get a quarterback what are you going to do hey well what's out there can we go get that you know so you know a coach who feels comfortable he's like well we're here to build you know coach that doesn't feel comfortable is like you know, that's like going to Salvation Army because you need a jacket. You need it now, you know, and you need it, for, you know, for a particular price and this, that, and the other, you know. So there's yeah. different mindsets out there. I I personally think, like I said, over the next few weeks, the Cardinals are going to tell you where their mindset is. Now, if they just hit the road and we start – if we see Murray week 14, 15, 16, and he's just playing, then that means obviously he's their dude. But. They're, yeah. they're, I would then say, hey, you might want to, you know, depending on what the record is, you might want to eventually set him down. But if he gets six, seven, eight games in, to, you know, and and they're comfortable with it and we see them start to do different things, then, hey, all bets are off. I would say they're moving forward with Murray and we'll see, you know, then they start the the plan of supplementing around him,
0: you know. There you go. Because you know. if, if you do stick to if that theory that you have about sitting him, uh, or putting them on the shelf saying, we know what we got. Let's say they, let's say Monty Austin Ford says, yeah, we're going to stick with them. Let's put them on the shelf. So that way we don't, that that way we can try to have the best draft position that mm-hmm. we can maybe get another offensive lineman or maybe get a, a speed receiver. Maybe uh, what Harrison from Harrison junior from uh, Ohio state or something mm-hmm. like that, to put those weapons on that offensive side of the ball to give us an opportunity to really blow the doors
1: off come next season. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said they're gonna show us more than they're gonna tell us. I'm not listening to their words over Ooh. these next weeks. I wanna see actions. I I'm gonna take I'm gonna make my assumptions according to what they do, not what they say. Because what are they supposed to say other than, Hey, Murray's doing a great job and he's our dude. But like I said, if they sit him down early, you know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, indeed. All right, so he is Ed Smith. I am Javon Adams. We do this twice a week, Monday and Thursday, believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Make sure you tell a friend or tell a friend about what we have going on here. As always, we are presented by Ben Online, and uh, as we like to say around this time, we'll see you on Thursday, but as we like to say around this time, are you kidding? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.